Paul, the Roman citizen. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and I'm sorry it's been a few weeks uh, since last we met. Uh, We're continuing on today in Acts chapter 22, looking at verses 22 uh, through 29. And the tables start to turn on Paul um, when he is making his defense uh, against the crowd that wants to do him in. (laughs) And uh, uh, things start to turn um, as he basically tells them, hey, look, um, the Lord is sending me away from you all to the Gentiles. Um, And so... Uh, things heat up uh, starting in verse 22. But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We come before you, Lord God. Just uh, so grateful to be in your presence today, Lord God. Grateful for the way that um, Jesus has secured our access into your presence. We're so grateful, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are the way, the truth, and the life that we have no access to the Father except by way of you, Lord Jesus. And so we come and we are grateful that you make the way possible. Father, speak to us as we study your word together today, and we give you thanks for it. As always, open our eyes, ears, and hearts to what you want to say. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, here's Acts 22, 22 through 29. Up to this word, they listened to him. Then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live. And as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air, the tribune ordered him to be brought into the barracks, saying that he should be examined by flogging to find out why they were shouting against him like this. But when they had stretched him out for the whips... Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, Is it lawful for you to flog a man who is a Roman citizen and uncondemned? When the centurion heard this, he went to the tribune and said to him, What are you about to do? For this man is a Roman citizen. So the tribune came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? And he said, Yes. The tribune answered, I bought this citizenship for a large sum, Paul said, but I am a citizen by birth. So those who were about to examine him withdrew from him immediately, and the tribune also was afraid, for he realized that Paul was a Roman citizen and that he had bound him. Now, this is an interesting moment, and I was reflecting on this uh, in another format yesterday, actually, uh, the idea of citizenship and why it matters and how Paul would, throughout the book of Acts, state his Roman citizenship when things were about to happen to him as a result of his ministry for the gospel that would have been a violation of his rights as a citizen. And it makes me think about the moment that we're in today in the culture. And it makes me wonder what the value of citizenship is today, what the value of citizenship will be in the future, and what that will even look like, what that will even mean as it seems we're going through a tremendous time of cultural upheaval and perhaps even cultural revolution. And who knows where all of that ends and where all of that takes us. Perhaps what it means to be an American citizen will be diminished if we come to the place where this nation 
cultivates an open border policy, much like the European Union, where people can freely access our borders in and out um, with ease, uh, with no distinction made between citizens and non-citizens, legal permanent residents, all of those kinds of things. Um, I'm not sure that that's what most people want, um, but that is certainly what some people are driving for. And um, up to this point, uh, at least in my life as an American citizen, uh, my citizenship has been a treasured thing to me. I was born in the U.S. Um, My parents are U.S. citizens, born and raised. Um, Many generations of my family are U.S. citizens, born and raised. And we've always had the sense that our governmental authorities uh, would protect the sovereign borders of our nation so that uh, only those coming in that want to contribute to our society will be allowed in or for other purposes such as surgeries or vacations or education or whatever the case may be. And so citizenship matters. It means you belong to a certain people group. You belong as a, as a member of a certain nation. Um, you have rights and privileges that come at your birth by way of your being born a citizen of a certain country. I don't have the rights of a citizen of any other country in the world. So wherever else I might travel, I'm traveling as a tourist or a visitor or a missionary or something like that. And so I'm being welcomed into those countries, allowed, given permission to come and experience uh, their land. And uh, what a treasure and a treat that is uh, to have the freedom to go uh, around the world by way of a passport and accessing other places. But here's Paul in the middle of this very sticky situation and things, the wheels are coming off. (laughs) Uh, He's made his defense of his own um, testimony and of his own witness for the gospel. And those who were listening to him were, were having no more of it. And they explode into this emotional eruption and they have Paul pulled back into the barracks and they're going to lay him out on a table, tie him down and begin flogging him to examine him, to get answers from him uh, because they're unsatisfied with what he was saying. When the, at the moment they were about to begin, Paul speaks up to the centurion and says, is it lawful for you to flog a man who is a Roman citizen and uncondemned? In other words, Paul knew his rights as a citizen and he knew that Roman citizens had the right to a trial. They had the right to appeal a court decision and they had the right to not have to face certain types of violent uh, punishment on the basis of their being a citizen. And so he challenges what they're about to do on the basis of his citizenship. He states it here uh, to question what they're doing. Um, Christians <laughs> have a higher loyalty. That loyalty is first and foremost to the kingdom of God in Christ. Our first and primary loyalty is to King Jesus, but we are also simultaneously members of whatever earthly kingdoms we are citizens of. If you're an American citizen, you have citizenship in the United States. If you're French or English or or um, uh, from the Netherlands or from uh, Russia or from Italy or from Africa, you have citizenship in those places where you originate from. And that's where your rights and privileges uh, are maintained as a citizen. And as citizens of heaven, 
we are welcomed by way of the cross and the kingdom of God in Christ has an open border policy. <laughs> Anyone who professes Jesus and recognizes their need for his saving work is welcomed through the gates of that kingdom. And it means something. It means something. God looks upon a citizen of heaven and he sees the blood of Jesus spilled for that person. And he knows that they're a redeemed one and they're a welcome in his kingdom. Um, that's what makes us a part of the family of God, the kingdom of God in Christ. Well, my friends, Paul's in some trouble here, um, but at that moment when he declared his citizenship, that created a whole other kind of stir, and the people that were about to flog him realized uh, that they were dealing with someone who had rights, and they ought not go forward as they might be the ones facing the severe punishment uh, if word got out about what they did to Paul on the basis of these religious claims, nothing to do with any laws that Paul had broken. Well, there we are, and we'll move on tomorrow in uh, continuing in this study. It's my goal, perhaps by the end of the summer, to have us through the end of Acts, and uh, we'll just see what happens after that. But thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us. God bless you. And may these words continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today.